Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. Oh, we're starting. We are going. Yeah, it is an hour and a half later than when we sat down. Talking about trucks. Yep. <laughs> Not fire trucks. <laughs> my name is Ash, and I'm joined by two members of my firefighting family. I have F-150 Scott. Hey there. <laughs> and we got Todd. Hello. <laughs> Scott is... Uh, is that the news? Swapping out... Hey. That is the news, yeah. Yeah, that is the Prius. news, yeah. It's a yeah. Yaris. Yaris, sorry. Yaris is uh, still in the family, but uh, Scott... Bought a pickup truck over, over well, the weekend. Almost bought one. Yeah, let's got money down on a pickup truck. I did. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So that's pretty exciting news. Yeah. One more step to a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe for your wedding. Mm-hmm. Do we have to wear a cowboy hat? Yeah. No. Not, not the hat. <laughs> Below tie? Huh? Probably tie. no tie. Huh. Boots. Pants? Pants and boots. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wear pants, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and cowboy boots. What? Yes. Dad. I've said it a million times. I thought you were yeah. kidding. No, you know Why would I be boots. kidding about that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're going to get Scott in a hat, too. Just make the rule say hat. Right. Yeah, at least for one He's just going to back out. Actually, I'm going to cancel the track. We don't need to be friends. <laughs> yeah, you basically threatened my friendship. That's right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, if we don't get a truck and a trailer... We probably can't be friends. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be over. This is gonna be the line. <laughs> so I mean, we got Carl in, in on a pickup truck there yep. la- last year, and I mean that's working out so well. He's clearly out enjoying it right now. So <laughs> now we got Scott. So we hope once he buys one, he I'll keeps leave. coming to the podcast. <laughs> he keeps coming to the okay. podcast. <laughs> uh, what else do we have going on, guys? <laughs> We had uh, we've had a couple of busy weeks after yeah, the last absolutely. podcast. Yeah. yeah, lots of stuff's been going on. We've uh, um, call wise, we haven't been crazy, but we've had some pretty interesting calls. Um, I know you guys actually. Just as we were breaking, you guys had a we did had a, had yeah. a pretty good call. So why don't we start with what you guys had going on down south, and then uh, we'll we'll kind of build off from there. Yeah, we had. Um, do, we, do we have anything else before the, the good one? No, I don't think so. Um, no, because you no, left we literally talked it. about it and then you went and <laughs> yeah. another fire. <laughs> so yeah, we, we had another structure fire, um, after the last cast there. Um, and yeah, it was a good one. It was, uh, fully involved. Uh, unfortunately we're just uh, exterior ops on that one. Um, there's not much point to do anything else. It was mm-hmm. fully, fully involved. Um, so a lot of, uh, again, it was another wind driven fire though, like, and it's very challenging with apparatus when you have limited access for and like for the street, right? Like, you know, you got hydrants on either side. Um, so luckily we had the hall from the other side of the lake that was able to come yeah. as well. But it's still very challenging because as you're as you're dragging that supply line now up, up to the uh, up to the fire, we're trying to pull everything off of one truck, right? Yeah. Uh, work off of one truck as best we can to keep the other engine for freed up for something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, this time, this fire was, um, it, it was rocking. So we needed both trucks. We needed both engines yeah. running with master streams mm-hmm. out and stuff. Um, however, with that, that wind-driven fire, again, mm-hmm. it, that smoke is very challenging to place apparatus mm-hmm. and to put the master streams out. We don't have an aerial yet. So we wanted to use monitors uh, or, or a deck gun on the trucks, but trees, yeah. power lines, smoke, we just couldn't get, find that sweet placement. Uh, so it, it was two and a half uh, and ground monitors and then two and a half uh, hand lines. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So a lot more work. It was uh, it was fun watching the. <laughs> Should they fun watching the new guys struggle? But it was fun watching the new guys struggle <laughs> uh, with a with a two and a half. You know, pounding that pressure out. Yep. It makes them uh, realize that how lucky you are on an inch and a half or inch and three quarter line versus mm-hmm. you know two people on a on a two and a half trying to do a, do an attack because it's a lot of work. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a, a second long night for us mm-hmm. again. Uh, minimum crew, so a lot of work for everybody, but worked out well. Yeah, it was neat to be able to listen because we were like literally saying goodnight. Yeah, as as the call comes in, so Todd's like racing out of here. Yeah, we're close enough yeah. to listen to their radio. We're close enough where we can pick up yeah. off of their radio. So yeah, we we kind of listen for the first little bit. Just anytime you you know catch a structure fire, you want to hear. Oh yeah, hear hear how things yeah. are building, and of course we're over here like, oh man, mutual aid. <laughs> Give us a call, buddy. <laughs> we're like texting you. I'm like, why am I texting? Yeah, this is yeah. Not gonna he's gonna get this. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm gonna be like flying to the hall. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Hang on, I actually got a messenger uh, thing going on, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was quite surprised, but again, it was um, being a weekend, hard turnout sometimes, right, for mm-hmm. our smaller towns. Um, yeah. So I actually I made the third truck yeah. coming from here. Um, so it, the first arriving engine. So did you respond from off? Hall one or hall two? Hall one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you went through after one. Yeah, yeah. So currently we have the two halls, and anybody that lives on that east side of the mm-hmm. lake, yeah, we have two sets of gear. Mm-hmm. Um, rumors are we may be changing that because of budget and stuff. It's very costly having two sets mm-hmm. of gear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm biased because I really believe two sets of gear <clears throat> is very beneficial for certain calls. I understand the logistics behind it having one set. Mm-hmm. But it does make it more challenging for certain calls if you're rolling a certain truck. Mm-hmm. Um, however, again, very fortunate. I had that other set of gear at the Hall 1, so I just raced the Hall 1. I was able to make that uh, that th- third engine, and we rocked out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, you guys have been pretty busy down down there the last, the last little bit. And I think we were you guys crazy too. rocking for the past couple of weeks, and then it kind of tapered down. And, <clears> yeah, we ended up catching a couple of calls this past week as well. Um, we had, uh, kind of a, a small grass fire, but challenging grass fire. Yeah. Cause it was, cause recently, <laughs> I was going to say, this is the new area. New yeah. So, area. so yeah. Like, yeah. we were talking about this recently. Yeah, recently we discovered <laughs> by, by BC forestry mm-hmm. <laughs> like us, Hey, this mountain is yours <laughs> and we don't own it. We just have to put it fires on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to own the mountain, but <laughs> I would love to own the mountain. <laughs> so we could drive things up there yeah <laughs> um so they we've recently had to we, we i guess it was always ours but um we've always assumed it was theirs and we've always kind of worked together with them but yeah. now we know it's really is ours <laughs> and we've had a couple of not nuisance i mean the first call was a nuisance call yeah. and forestry just happened to be like mm-hmm. legitimately driving by yeah. as we were about to gain access to this mountain area um, and in this time as well, like it yeah. was, it, it was less of a nuisance call. It was a legitimate, like, yeah. like rolling grass fire. Yeah. And, I feel, and I feel this year, with the temperatures, we are going to playing a pretty good factor. Yeah, what, what we're, we're probably not going to have their support as much as we'd hoped. Mm-hmm. Right? It, yeah. I mean, nothing's kicked up. Nothing big has kicked off yet, but it's mm-hmm. May. Yeah. <laughs> and it is dry out there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, sorry. You, you were on, you were first. 
Basically, you were yeah. I yeah. came late, so yeah. So we, uh, um, Bob obviously went up direct, and uh, Rob was going up as well in the officer truck, and then we were first on scene in the uh, bush truck. And when we got up to the top, Rob was trying to gain access um, on the one side, trying to get to the one flank of it. And I I know that mountainside really well. There's it's actually a um, a off road vehicle. Mm-hmm. sort of park uh, that they're just starting to put together um, and they're trying to fence off certain areas and keep people out of certain areas. It's uh, a lot of like sensitive ecosystem um, mm-hmm. to, our, to our area. Um, I mean, you know, growing up here, it's all normal to us, but apparently there's, you know, it's, it's pretty... Yeah, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize those bushes were... It was We're so, we're so sensitive. Bike, yeah, 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 right? Like, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but now we're starting to learn this. And I was actually speaking with um, sort of the representative from, from that, oh, yeah. that that club. And I said, I'm like, hey, like, we we know it's a bit of a sensitive area. Uh, and they're they're working very hard to keep these, these trails open and, you know, making sure that everybody is... Uh, quote mindful of uh of the area there so i said that hey like we did have to go off off trail in a couple spots and uh we did end up cutting down some of this uh antelope brush which mm. uh because it was in the fire and it was right on the edge and it was more of a hey let's contain it to right here um and if you take take away the fuel there's nothing left to burn yeah. so uh and they were very very appreciative of it so yeah we knowing the area we went to the other side of it and basically just kind of pushed in from the center from each side choked choked it down um it wasn't very large but the wind was howling all day and it just happened to die down right at that moment yeah. mm-hmm. uh and luckily because it, it had every chance to run on us there so yeah because even when we got there there was like the pine cones are burning, rolling down the hill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And to be fair, like so, this area, like it's a very grassland, oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, sagebrush area. Not a lot of timber on certain areas, mm-hmm. but however, like it's not super accessible. Like there's yeah, we, yeah, we a were... couple of roads in there, but you ain't getting an engine in there. Like there's no, two of our vehicles. Is, <laughs> this is yeah. off-road vehicle. Yeah, four-wheel road drive. Road. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like it's yes. not super accessible. So I got there. Later, because it was actually, uh, I happened to be just gotten off work, but I'm listening to the calls roll, and then again, limited amount of us, I'm like, oh. yeah. So I got on the tender, so we're, dro- we're rolling up there, I'm like, and I'm going to the driver, Adam, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I said, so, uh, side by side, huh? He's like, yep. Because <laughs> we've been discussing a side by side, obviously, because we've mm-hmm. talked about yeah. recently, but, you know, this is really, like, man. Because even we were just saying, Absolutely. hey, we could shuttle, like even just, just shuttling. Just staff ferry, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. manpower uh, up and down. Because I ended up, so these guys were up there, uh, both bush trucks were tied up because they have uh, those uh, quick sprays on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're using the quick sprays. So both bush trucks were tied up. So I'm at the bottom. They're like, oh, we could use a, we use more manpower because, you know, they're mm-hmm. uh, you're digging guard. And so uh, Chief calls for an engine to come up just for manpower. Yeah. So me and Adam are in tender. So I'm like, well. Uh, engine rolls up, and we're we're filling up the um, portable ba- portable tanks off our backs, like the, the little um, we, what, we, what yeah. we call piss cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, um, we filled it up off the tender, and I'm like, okay, I'm going for a hike. <laughs> so a couple of other guys are following me up. So <laughs> hiking tools, everything up. I'm like, halfway up there, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. and it's, it it sucks too because like Chief was like, hey, come down and grab him, but like I made the call. Like, we have. 
the entire hose reel deployed yeah. through brush, and like yeah. we still had half to three quarter tank left. I'm like, man, it's gonna take me X amount of time to break this truck down. You know, at that point in time, I'd rather just wait mm. and then go down once you're out of water, um, or have them wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, side by side would be key, even yeah. if it doesn't have water on it. You know, no, just, you just can packs. you can do a lot in that terrain with a shovel and a McLeod tool and a rake and stuff, right? Like, yeah. that's the type of terrain where there's not a lot of duff. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of heavy timber. Except right where we were, there was a lot of duff. Yeah, yeah. But well, only surrounding that, that, trees, that one but... spot, right? And yeah. that's why it turned out to be a bit of a pain in the ass because yeah. it it was like everything else was very low fuel load. Mm-hmm. It's that that sage sort of antelope brush. Uh, but there was a couple of like old timber standing there, mm-hmm. and it was like thick duff underneath yeah. only those trees, and that's that's what kept it kind of yeah. still smoldering there. That that was the pain. So but, I get in. I'm like, you know, I get in with a weight on your back, and I'm like, so as soon as you get your, you're like, so I take this thing because <laughs> he's like, I'm tired now. So but that's where it's nice too, though. Like if if you guys get a side by side and you have an event where you get up there, you got the manpower. And now that we're in the season for our air support and whatnot, you know, you guys have the portable bladders. Yeah. Mm. You know, you take a tank up there, you drop it, you know, mm-hmm. you got a pump, chopper comes, fills the bladder. Yeah, Away absolutely. You go. Yeah. You know, now you know you're operational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which actually, in the interim, I don't know who was all there, but we, we started to chat and we're like, you know, what about search and rescue? Uh, yes, we would like to be self-sufficient and get our own equipment. Uh, but for now, because we actually had one of their, like one of their members uh, is one of ours as well. Um, and like we, we've got a pretty good working relationship back and forth with them. Um, and I asked one of the other guys too, I was like, hey, so was we had this call, blah, 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 talking to one of your guys there. We, we were kind of thinking, what about you guys? Would you be able to like work in that sort of warm zone moving us and our gear up and down and he answered back immediately he's like yep he's like we absolutely could um he says we obviously wouldn't be able to get you like right to the the fire line mm-hmm. but like in a situation like this yeah. i mean that was a huge hike up that shitty hill so they'd be willing to come they would be willing yeah. to come yeah. and at least get us probably down to that lower staging area yeah. right which yeah. would be great which so would be helpful because i was you know like yeah. four of us like walked up there we had to like rest for five minutes for a couple minutes before we could yeah. do anything exactly <laughs> and i mean like rightfully so like it was a dog shit walk right yeah. Yeah. so if they've they've got a a mule so a seat six and like a pretty good box and then they got a couple of uh uh, multi-seater quads with a, a small tow behind trailer they're like yeah we could ferry your equipment up there for you yeah. um blah 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 like would would love it to get called out uh mm-hmm. and so i said i was like hey like give me like a legitimate because they're when we request them or vice versa the delay isn't them getting like like mustering it's the page out system yeah and it takes a long time so like realistically if i called and asked for you guys what would be like the delay for you guys to be able to get mobile. He says, you could probably see us responding local in about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, like that's that's something that I would love to test. Because this, right? yeah, especially in a situation like that, because it's a, it's a different aid system that they're doing. It's not like yes. they need to mobilize and get, you know, action plan and search teams and Very all, limited. all that logistics mm-hmm. that they need to do for an operation. Yeah. This is, nope. We're being requested for side by side, you know, et cetera, et cetera. 
to meet command at this post. Yeah. Don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get there. And one thing that they, that the guy that I was trying to do was saying, they have, kind of like we have a duty officer, they've got a rolling search manager that is yeah. always ready to rock now. Right. So, right. like, before, they would kind of, like, they had one and then two and then more got trained up. So now they've got one that's always ready to go. So it kind of sounds like they could be like, hey, this is this is the call, this is the deal, search manager will go and meet their direct with us, potentially, and then their members could bring up and everybody would be on scene. He says, yeah, like 15 minutes, 30 minutes. But if we know that early enough, like, hey, we have something up this mountain, mm-hmm. and like... I'd say let's just call that like right off the hop yeah. and get it rolling yeah. and see what that looks like. Because we have used them in the past. Like, remember when we had some of those other interface fires years back uh, along yeah. 107 yeah. in that whole mountain yeah. area? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we've called them up and they worked with the RCMP. Uh, oh, evacs and shit, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that was very time sensitive because that fire was moving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it it's not like it, it's not... Uh, like it's totally feasible. Yeah, I think it's a discussion to like, like a like an actual a official, legitimate official, sit down. Yeah, yeah not yeah. just chit chat with, you know, it's around <laughs> off the books, right? And the like nice he's thing with a very guys... long standing member, but yeah, it'd, it'd be good to chat with a couple of their yeah, you know, search search managers and and it's like that their their search, their hall their base is literally next door to you guys. Like we look out like, like mm-hmm. whereas you know they're the same SAR agency for us, but yeah, <laughs> now they're driving yeah, coming south yeah. Yeah. for so sure. It's different yeah. different logistics, but. Yeah. So, yeah, I think especially for this year, like we we are we are actively pursuing options moving forward, but for for this year bare minimum, uh that could be a really good resource for us and yeah. um, you know, I'm sure they would be super eager to, you know, get out there and nice. do, do something local because mm-hmm. that's the sad reality is if they get x calls a year, the majority of them are not in our area. They're yeah. always traveling to other parts of the region. Uh, so being able to get activated locally would be, I'm sure, really good. Yeah, and all and all all it does is it builds that teamwork um, and stuff too, right? Like because we always talk about like wanting to train interagency level wise, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the game, it's patient care or the fire scene or mm-hmm. the search scene, mm-hmm. whatever, right? So being able to to work better together is is just going to benefit everything for sure for the community. So that'd be huge. <clears throat> awesome. So that was kind of our uh, semi-start to the week. That was earlier on, wasn't it? What day was that? Yeah, I don't know what day that was. Yeah. <laughs> was least, earlier. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had a a uh, a pretty interesting evening. Yeah. That was yeah. probably one of the weirdest things I've seen in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some pretty weird shit. <laughs> it's like 4 a.m. Yeah. Our pages go off. For an alarm activation. Yeah, that's a good point. Because a lot of times people hear alarm activation and they're like, screen it. Yeah. Screen it. I'm going gonna, gonna to wait, see how many guys get on the truck and go. Mm-hmm. But with that call, it was like alarm activation, I'm responding. Mm-hmm. And then instantly, dispatch said alarm activation at this place. And then it was like, um, and then we've also had a report there's something large burning in the area. So I was like, oh. mm-hmm. well, maybe it's actually a real something legitimate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my radio was right next to bed, and the the uh, it didn't get the call didn't get answered by the duty officer right away. So I'm like, oh, so I grab it. I'm like, yeah, I'll receive. <laughs> so 
because I'm not duty officer this week, so driving down, um, start heading towards the um, hall, and then another officer, I guess from because I answered the call, he thought I was a duty officer, so yeah. he's like, yeah, I can see heavy smoke coming from like right in the middle of town. I'm like, oh, so now I'm at the like there's a four way stop near my house, and I'm basically the decision is now, okay, am I going to the hall? I'm gonna or am I gonna go to the fire? And I'm like, well. I'm like, that guy's going to the hall, so I know he's he's going to officer that truck. I'm like, I'm still not hearing a lot of other, like, there's no chatter from any of the other officers. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like decision, okay, I'm going to hang left. <laughs> so I head to the fire. So get there first. And it was weird, because, like, so we in the middle of our town, we have a park that's, like, it's called Triangle Park, because it's a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unique name. Yeah, it's and there's a pickup truck sitting in, like sitting in the middle of the park, not smashed, not flipped over, just like parked there, fully involved. <laughs> I was like, "What the?" So I'm kind of like, "What the fuck?" So park the car, get out, right? Look around, yeah, just a pickup truck burning. So I radio everybody, yeah. There's it's a pickup truck, fully involved, middle of the park. So the duty officer shows up. Him and I are like coming up with a plan. You know, now it's kind of like, like settle back down. It's a pickup truck. So this is kind of that Jocko take a mm-hmm. take a step back, look around, make a call. So I'm kind of I kind of step back from the scene. I'm looking at it, and in my head I'm like, why did it come in as an alarm call from this other place? Which is it's our piece in the puzzle. Like half a corner, yeah. Yeah, it's half a block away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is like why? Because the smoke's going straight up. And I'm thinking, well, maybe the smoke was going into their mm-hmm. like ventilation system somehow. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's too far away. So like I'm like looking at the building that this, this alarm call was coming from. I'm looking down at it, looking down at it, and I can see, like, fire, but I'm like, but it has a, like, fully glass window, front window, so I'm like, okay, that's a reflection from the car fire, and I'm looking at it again, and I look at the car fire, and I look at the window, and I look at the car fire, I'm like, that's not the same, like, that fire is not matching what I'm seeing, so I start, like, kind of wandering down towards this other structure, like, half a block away, and as I'm getting there... And I guess you guys heard me over the radio because I'm like, whoa! Because <laughs> now, yeah, that building's on fire as well. Yeah. So I come over the radio. I'm like, attention, everyone, attention all members. This is there is two fires. There's two like there's a structure fire and a and a vehicle on fire. So then I'm like, I'm I'm kind of jogging down the street because <laughs> I'm like, how big is the structure fire now? Yeah. So I run down the street and um, yeah, it was um, you know front window broken. So I mean. There's no surprise. It's it's, it's going to be an arson. <laughs> so, like, it's suspicious in yeah, nature. It's definitely yeah. suspicious <laughs> in nature. <laughs> so front window's broken. Yeah. <laughs> like someone, like front window just don't break. <laughs> Sorry, actually the door. The door was broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and building was on fire. Not fully involved, but it mm-hmm. was building pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But it's such a large building that it, was, it wasn't emanating any smoke. So the only thing that was visible was actually the flame, just the flame inside the front of the building. Mm-hmm. And so, even at that, it was... Yeah, it's starting to darken down. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So this building, is uh, this this uh, business is big. It's it's essentially like a shopping... And nothing you know, was venting out the front door yet? or very Nothing was venting out the front nothing. door. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's such high a high ceiling. ceiling yeah. So all the smoke is just like filling up in the high ceiling. Nothing's venting. No, nothing's venting from the roof. Nothing. Yeah. Um, so I was getting closer. I'm like, "Oh crap! Like, this is going pretty good." Um, so I, I call, quick call. I'm like, "I want the yeah, first engine, first two engine down here," and I'm like, "We can get, we can get this with that." And then I'm like, "Okay, second engine, hit the car, hit the truck fire because there is trees in that part too." I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. "So I like, hit the truck fire, second engine hit the truck fire, you guys hit the." And then I'm like, 
I'm starting to look around. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's two, that's two fires. And I started, so now again, take What's a step next? back, look around, mm-hmm. start looking around, nothing else. So I was like, okay, getting the police rolling. Um, and then the, yeah, so they, our guys make the entry into the building, hit, knock the fire down, do a quick search. Um, and then ventilation starts cause mm-hmm. it's such a big building. Um, back door, we couldn't access a back door right away. So we couldn't, we couldn't do a really good positive pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't, we, we don't normally cut the roof, um, and there's no reason to because it was such a small fire, so, so we actually, um, put the ventilation fan inside the building, because now the fire's out, just lots of smoke, inside the building, pointed out, so did negative pressure. But you are saying when you, you sent your attack team in, they, because of the, uh, the size of the, the building. layout on the side of the building, they made a left-handed orientated search. Yeah. Right? So Warren was our truck captain, so he decided he's like, yeah, because uh, we we talk about that supermarket fire quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. this is a classic. Yeah, yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. that's what this was. It's not a supermarket, but it's essentially the same design. Same long structure. Rows yeah. Of, yeah. Long rows of um, shit. Stu- yeah. Stuff. Um, <laughs> aisles. Yeah. Aisles. Oh yeah. Aisles. <laughs> I'm, obviously not, I'm obviously not in uh, yeah. in the business. Yes. <laughs> aisles. <laughs> so, so the aisles, so they, yeah, they did a search down the aisles, um, checked. Um, yeah, it was, it's a good search, good knockdown, um, good ventilation. Mm-hmm. It was a good crew, but it was weird because it was just, it looked like a riot scene because it's like car burning, mm-hmm. <laughs> window smashed, more stuff's on fire. Like, away, what is yeah. going on? Yeah. So obviously that's getting investigated, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think one of the funniest things I saw that night though was, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Engine just pulls in. These guys are peeling offline, and I look over and I see this little car pull in. I'm like, and the chief and I are standing there coming up with a plan. And this car pulls, in. I'm like, who's this guy? Because there's a parking lot right. Yeah, it's parking lot. We're in the parking lot. Like, yeah. So I'm like, who's this guy? <laughs> so he pulls in. This guy gets out. I'm like, walks around the engine. I'm like, and we're kind of like. Me and the chief were like, you know, normally like, hey, get away from here. But four we're both kind of like shocked. It's so it's, dumbfounded. It's like yeah. four in the morning, and we're like. We watch him walk by. He's got something in his hand. We're like, what? We realize it's the newspaper delivery guy. <laughs> and he literally hucks the newspaper, delivers it right in front of the building that's on fire. <laughs> where, are atta- where are your attack lines? Yeah, going our attack lines, door. guys are going in. <laughs> yeah, they're starting to set up writ. It's like, the guy's like, <laughs> tosses the paper. Where he's probably annoyed because he probably drives in usually and hucks it, but the engine's in the way. <laughs> so he so has yeah, to get out of his car. He's like, mm. yeah. Throws the paper down. Mm-hmm. And gets back in. That's why I'm like, I go to the chief. I'm like, now that guy's dedicated to his work. Absolutely, <laughs> Just, that is dedication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be damned. There will be news on that doorstep tomorrow morning. Yeah, the yeah. doorstep might not be there. Give that guy an it. application. <laughs> yeah, that's like the uh, remember the old school Nintendo Paperboy. Heck yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, you cruise along with your bike and psh, you throw the paper. Yeah, structure fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's actually a guy on TikTok that uh, <laughs> plays all of these old games, and oh. that came up the other day. No, yeah, I like Paperboy. Was, huh? Yeah, it was yeah. an awesome game. Yeah, yeah Paperboy, Excite Bike. Yeah, oh, Excite Bike. Just to throw the newspaper at the dog when the dog is chasing you, yeah, right? And absolutely. break the windows. You, you can break points. windows to the houses that you like. <laughs> you yeah. get more points? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. bro. The old broken glasses. That's just running kids today. They learned all that stuff. <laughs> That's us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Throws the paper right at your front door. Like, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Fans running, attack lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just a shit show. Like, he's like, oh, here's your news. Nice. So, yeah, yeah it was definitely a weird morning call. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, back to the 
that told to take a step back. Absolutely. Because you're yeah. focused on the fire. But I think because we've had so many fires lately and mm-hmm. we train so hard on fires, like we're not like, Ooh, look at that, look at that vehicle burning. It's more like, yeah, like, exactly. You're able to assess back, right? it pretty quickly yeah. and safely and understand there's not really much else threatening. Yeah. Yeah. That's the genius of a car fire. Like yeah. we, yeah. we talk about car fires are like your favorite <clears throat> because it's so, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that can go wrong and can yeah. be dangerous. Yeah. You, you can't be like, like lackadaisical about it, but mm-hmm. like, it's not a rock and structure fire with yeah. potential, yeah, you know, casualties. Yeah. I mean, there could be somebody inside know. the car, but if they're inside, yeah, the if it's fully involved, involved like, vehicle nah, fire at nah, that stage, nah. like, it's there's no rescue. There's happen. no viable no. rescue, right? So it's that take yeah. take that breath, take that step back, yeah. and you know it's gonna be over like one or the other. It's gonna be over in a couple minutes once you start the water. So right? much yeah. fuel, right? Yeah. So yeah, mitigate the risk, and mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was interesting. So we're hearing this all transpire um we knew the first two like by the time that i got to the hall because it's nighttime call and i'm coming from my house um i actually drove by just as scott was running on scene <laughs> right across the street <laughs> and i looked over because he's like oh we actually have a structure fire here so i knew the building that we got paged out to with the alarm um but then same thing like you're trying to as i'm driving to the hall you're trying to get that picture of yeah. the scene in your head so it's like oh no we have a vehicle on fire and i'm thinking the same thing like ah if it was windy it's blowing down might be sensitive whatever right. makes sense right sure oh and i look over and like it was i was like ah you know what it can't be that bad because it's you know it didn't look big and then like as i'm ripping by like oh no that's black yeah. so it, it was yeah. The whole compartment was like it was filling, and it was over like a two-story building. Um, two thirds of it is wide open retail, mm-hmm. and the other third is again split up in half. And there's like office-type buildings, and then yeah. um, oh yeah, I guess it's like two, yeah. Yeah. two two different office-type type, type type buildings. Um, it's a big building. It's a very large building with a lot of weird little offices and void yeah. spaces. Yeah, well, that's that crazy. that whole block, well, those couple blocks right there, the, that's the old part of town, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. yeah, pretty we, old. Yeah. We've had, um, well, our other last major fire years back, the uh, the pub and everything, and hotel. Right, right, yeah, right. Like those, like generally when those get going, it's you're going, you're fighting it to the firewall because it's burning down. Yeah. yeah. Like there's, mm. it's a, it's a hard fire. So that yeah. could have gone south really fast. Yeah. And being like, we actually, there's a couple of us <coughs> made the point of, huh, yeah, there's no water suppression or there's no fire suppression yeah. anywhere mm. in That's the true. building. Lots of, school. Yeah. lots yeah. of like, like current renos. Like it's very nice. Everything yeah. was, was current reno, but no fire suppression. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, however, get to pull out, uh, my modus shove knife and my syrup. Hey. came into play and yeah I got to make, make oh yeah you did make entry to that order. yeah I did yeah. yeah so that was wicked nice mm-hmm. yeah because one of the uh, that's the adjacent building yeah so, so yeah. Yeah, when, mm-hmm. when once we got in the other like did, yeah. just to look for fire extension there was a one there was like an so office it, that was it was in? a mechanical room yeah. so we actually so this is we talk about you know you want to know about the pre-plan of, of buildings so we gain entry to um, the back of the building which is like, again, like two thirds is the main portion. And there's this other side and it's, um, 
like a doctor yeah, or something like that. Office and... Yeah, so like kind of thinking that's what this is. Oh no, there's actually separated yet again. So the front door just walks in, it's a landing, and mm-hmm. then you go upstairs and now the upstairs is more office type building or mm-hmm. office type type rooms. Uh but to your right is an elevator. They're like, like what? And like nobody we yeah. had like thirty guys on scene. Yeah, and that hasn't always been there. Uh, yeah, I've, no, I've, definitely not. No, I've known and, that and nobody's for a long like time. No, nobody's everyone's like, there's an elevator there. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And it's you know, people are like, Oh, you gotta pre plan everything. It's like this building has like got so many tenants in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's I don't even know how we could pre plan the whole building because we'd have to be like, Hey, can we come look at the building? And then they'd have to You like, get like eight eight tenants down like, there. They'd be like so that's part of the yeah. problem too is that as renos and they take new ownership and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, if the town isn't making yeah. that known, yeah, like that's that's why we as you a know, maybe they did at one point tell the old former chief or something, <laughs> and, yeah. and you know maybe it made it into a fire um, thing or like into a, like a report like a somewhere, report somewhere but, yeah. but it's like yeah. it hasn't yeah. trickled down where it's called. I mean, it, it wasn't, it didn't change matters that much other than no. like oh there's an elevator now so now mm-hmm. we open the elevator door and right. it's like oh yeah there's some definitely heat in here i smell it i can smell smoke but no mm-hmm. no like no like it wasn't burning so and we could yeah. see from the fire side of the building mm-hmm. that it, did, it hadn't extended so we pulled yeah. we pulled the extension ladder actually uh, went up and looked and they started inspecting the roof because um the ceiling was pretty charred right mm-hmm. so that's where the heat was going so i'm like hey can we rip some some of those t-bar and like poke up in there and yeah, yeah it, ha- it hadn't extended, but mm-hmm. it was pretty hard, heavy fire against the wall. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so while that's all happening, we realize that hey, we've we've got this elevator, um, and it's funny because Grant's like, he's like, yeah, like let's just gain access on the in- inside because generally you can pop yeah. a flap. He's gonna John to clean it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I said, I'm like, yes, you can, but it's not as simple as like it's not just an access port. Like, yeah, not like the old days. Yeah, like because there's it, probably too many idiots who be like, hey, I watched, I watched Diary. Yeah, <laughs> I'm climb up in the elevator here, so it'd be a pain, pain in the ass. Yeah. So again, we're worried about extension and blah blah blah. So I come back out just the guys are putting away the ladder. I'm like, hey, why don't we go up on the roof of the tick and make sure there's a no heat mm-hmm. uh, and b generally there's going to be either an access panel or something that you can take a look into the elevator shaft uh, from overhead. And then again, when we got up to the second floor, there was the mechanical room, which, next was, the elevator to, room. which was the elevator room. So all, all of the, all of the electrical components were in that room and we wanted to gain access to it. And we had keys from the property rep that was renting the building, but it wasn't like the maintenance yeah. side of life. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, I can get into this bitch. So, boom. Yeah, modus. Yeah, modus. <laughs> yeah, I used my C-Rat to, uh, to gap it out. And then, uh, yeah, modus shove knife and yeah. gained, gained access to the door immediately. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. And again, there was, um, luckily there was a, uh, there was a fan in there moving some air around or whatever else. Because there was some black And there was some black soot around the fan. Inside the mechanic room. So, I mean, there was definitely, there was... So, like we are saying, probably shared HVAC system, right? Sure so it's for sure. It's going to suck some of that. And we're also there. thinking, once we started to pressurize <clears throat> the yeah. building, yeah. now it's going to start to push out as well. Mm-hmm. So, if we didn't pressurize the building, would that, that smoke have worked its way as quickly? Maybe. But with that HVAC system running, I mean, it's going to be pumping it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Because we never lost control. power to the full building. Uh, because it was like it was very it was a very isolated fire to start with. Mm-hmm. Again, if it was minutes later, that could have changed. And, and your then... knockdown was fast too, right? Oh, it's exactly. It's not yeah. like your typical structure fire where you're yeah. Yeah, knockdown was like down after. twenty seconds. Yeah. Twenty yeah. seconds done. Yeah, it then, was yeah. Super, and then black smoke. Like, yeah. Just heavy, heavy smoke. Mm-hmm. smoke and heat. Um, yeah, and it was a we were, like our ventilation was unique because, um, like I said, we started with um, like negative pressure, so we put the fan inside the inside the smoke and mm-hmm. pushed out the pushed out the door, and then we finally gained access to the back. So then we got the other fan off the engine, drove it down with the uh, with actually our bush truck, drove around back, and now did positive pressure pushing in, and then negative pressure. So we got, it was kind of like a chain, and that actually vented pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is now this ceiling was so high, mm-hmm. the smoke just kind of sat there. So we were having a discussion. Did you say you actually turn on the ceiling fan? I did, yeah. yeah. So we were, we were trying to figure out how to uh, how to basically to turn the smoke up so it would start coming down so we could push it. So, yeah, I turned the ceiling fans on. Yeah, I went in. Because we were having a discussion. We were talking about prop- that. Yeah. One of the property reps was there at that time. And I found the switch. And it was super delayed. I turned them on. And they didn't actually turn on. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I come outside. I start talking to the guy. I'm like, hey, like. I think I I think I found the switch for the ceiling fans, and he's like, yeah, like we never use them because it always ends up just like throwing dust down on all of our product. I'm like, oh yeah, well, and then I, I look back up, I'm like, oh never mind, they're on now. <laughs> Which might so, have been sissy because we were we were trying to figure out how to turn that smoke to get yeah. it out because mm-hmm. it was the only exit. We we don't want to start breaking every window in the because it's stupid, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's also just defeats the purpose of positive pressure. Yeah. So um. So we were like, okay, we take one of the fans and aim, aim it towards the ceiling and then push some of that smoke down and stir it up, like, stir it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, kind of a unique way to Interesting way to vent something with that mm-hmm. much void space. And, so, and so not, big. and still worrying about the structure. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times in big fires, you're like, I'll just bend however I bend. I'll cut a hole in the roof. I'll yeah, cut a exactly. yeah, window. Matter. I'll do this. Yeah. But this is like, okay, the, the damage is here. We don't need to start cutting cut a big hole inside of the building. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah, it was very uh, interesting. For sure. Went really well. Back to that trying to, like, paint the picture. And when I was driving by and looking over at it, and now I'm like, ooh, that's dark in there. So, again, like, we were moments, not like moments, moments, but, like, it could have got to flash over quickly. A lot yeah. of stuff was melting. There's a lot of yeah. heat, and a lot of things were melting, like, Smoke up at the top. Yeah, drop. it was, it was yeah. definitely dropping low. Uh, so, getting to the hall... I'm thinking in my mind, because again, like, okay, like, not hearing a lot of chatter, okay, what, like, what officers do we have, what members do we have, mm-hmm. so in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, if this turns into being, like, if this thing kicks off, and it actually, like, flashes over, and now we got ourselves a fire, we're gonna want both of our engines down there, yeah. so I'm thinking, we're in the rescue truck, and that's rolling next, I'm almost like, so we had some guys for the for the bush truck, I was like, hey, next unit, don't take the bush truck, just take a tender, Mm. You'll have all the water in the world. Just go deal with the because it's got a really car, good pump on it. Car fire's got an awesome yeah. pump on it. Yeah. Yeah. Just go and deal with the car fire with yeah. with with the tender. Absolutely. I mean, the rescue truck easily could have done the yeah. car fire as well because the hydrant was right there too. Because there's a hydrant right there. Like there's, I mean, I, mean, was, I don't think we ever hit a hydrant with the rescue truck, but no, no, like, <laughs> like we actually practiced it. We once. practiced it yeah. before. We haven't done it like yeah. for a real. We've never been in a situation really where you've had but to that do that would be the move. One of those things, either the tender or the or the rescue. And we were, uh, we were thinking along the lines of writ right away when we yeah. were rolling yeah. with rescue, which I think um, has kind of been the way it's been going the last couple of 
last couple of structure fires, um, both engines were doing work, and then you start thinking, okay, well, rescue is good manpower yeah. for RIT, because you got SCBA, uh, you're got, fresh. And, and in that building, mm-hmm. like um, concrete, steel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wood, good heavy wood, uh, some wood heavy wood yeah. structure. Yeah. Like yeah, the old Halligan barn axe that everyone takes in there with them on a writ. Well, that's <laughs> that's not exactly help. Like, the we same need the rescue tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly the same thought process I mentioned to some of our uh, members the other day on that fire. So the second fire we went to, and and because I was on the third engine, my role was definitely different. It wasn't that go 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 with those first two engines. Mm-hmm. So you know we were chatting afterwards and. Then, you know, we were hanging out at the um, staging area later on, and I chatted to a couple of people. I said, "Well, so the rescue's not here because somebody was. We had a writ team, and and he was going around with his, with his chart, and he had the writ tarp set up, their tools, like perfect. Mm-hmm. So I thought, took the moment to kind of talk to the guys, like, "Hey, so what do you think else we may need on this writ tarp?" I said, "We have this is one. We need one more tarp. We've got our our empty bottles, our full bottles. We need a we got a writ tarp." And then also we need a tool drop. I said, we yeah. can't be, because the, people are starting to use the Ritarp as a tool drop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Just start dumping shit on it. It's like, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clean it off. That is yeah. Rit. You do not touch that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started quizzing him. I was like, okay, well, when you are rolling with limited manpower, instead of just jumping in the duty truck and bring a couple people over, bring the rescue. Says, mm-hmm. we're going to need a Rit team. We may need those heavy rescue tools. Because if we have a collapse... Yeah. We're gonna need more chainsaws. We're gonna mm-hmm. may right. need may need lifting bags. We may need uh, tools. We're gonna need heavier saws. Like, yeah, I like lots to see that more. Stuff. Yeah, it's a good apparatus to bring. And it's again, got air packs on it. if it's got air packs on it, and if you get an MVA call while you're, you're really there, action the fire, you you're, you're gonna feel like an idiot having to run code three back to the hall in the bush truck yeah, to get into grab. the rescue truck. Yeah, you know, like the bush truck is awesome for brush fire. Um, you know, access points for like water rescue and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's big advantages for it. FR stuff, great. Um, but if it's something that's on fire, get that get that uh, rest the, the yeah. uh, rescue truck. Because ours has a massive light. It's got yes. rehab tarps. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got, it's got a big command light. Yeah, I like to, lighting. Yeah, I like to, awesome. yeah, I like to see that come out more often. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was thinking with his rit tarps. I'm almost thinking we should get the rit tarp. Farther away from the, because that's the what I action. noticed. Because when it's yeah. too close, yeah. guys are like, because literally I walked out and I looked down and there's a tarp there. I'm like, yeah, is that the rip tarp, mm-hmm. and there's tools on it. I'm like, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if that's a because it wasn't the regular rip tarp because the regular rip tarp was up with our second engine because that's yeah. usually what where our rip stuff sits. Yeah, and the second engine is up dealing with the dealing with their mm-hmm. car fire. So I'm like, okay, that's the rip tarp, and I'm like, or is that the tool drop down? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost like. We should really say, like, the writ tarp needs to go away somewhere else. Like, not, like, super far away, but mm-hmm. far enough away that guys coming out changing air bottles aren't going, like... It's not a couple of steps out of, yeah. like, your main path coming yeah. into that because structure. our writ team is so mobile, mm-hmm. anyways. Yep. So, why not? Why not have it a little farther away? Yeah. Not yeah. super far away, but... Yeah. No, but you need you need your separate designated area. Yeah. I mean, obviously, every scene is different, and our, our staging to where we have our trucks to where we start setting up. Yeah. Sometimes real estate's a little tight. Um, for that situation where we were, uh, it was just education on the newer members because we didn't yeah. have a lot of our other senior members that were used to it. Yeah. Um, but it's also one thing that we need to practice more, which mm-hmm. which I really want to see. 
Uh, and then the colors that we talk about are root colors, right? Root tarp colors. Yeah. So have those specific colors for the tarps. Yeah. Um, we've been chatting with maybe actually labeling it. Yeah. Ours um, is our, our tarp, our rip tarp now is this, is this shiny silver thing that yeah. no one can mistake for anything yeah. else. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. like I said, it was tied up in the other engine. Yeah, it was funny when I got there. I'm like, okay, guys, we're on RIT. Go grab the RIT stuff. Oh, oh shit. That's oh, not right. here. It's half a block away. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, we're going to make a RIT tarp and get me as, like, as many tools that we can get ready for RIT. Because yeah. I know on that engine we've got, we've got some, mm. some battery tool. Um, so like we, we grabbed some extra shit that we normally wouldn't. And then I think we, we ended up robbing stuff off of the rescue truck. Like We, we had it tooled up yeah. pretty pretty well but again because it's so close even i robbed shit off the friggin rit tarp yeah. and i was like don't touch anything here oh we've all done it and yeah. then, like, oh i just need this <laughs> yeah and then like we're trying to gain access no one will miss it we're trying, we're trying to gain access to that front other door and i'm like oh man i bet you i can almost gap this out yeah i saw you gapping it i was like oh are we going are we going that far now <laughs> yeah so i was like well i want to have a look and see what this latch looks like like if i can get enough out of this door we might uh, so i just gonna borrow this axe quick here. <laughs> tap, tap, tap with the wedge. I'm like, oh no, it's like it's locked, locked. There's, yeah. and it was furthermore, it was like it was the the latch and then the dual pin up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, like we could get in, but we'd break the whole thing. We'd, we'd be breaking no it apart. Yeah. That door. yeah, I thought, hey, you know what? Like some of these glass doors, like we've seen in other buildings, are pretty easy. Uh, it had a latch plate, so I can get around it and start yeah. start working. Oh, yeah, if we need to get in, the old grinder would be out. <laughs> yeah, so that was the next thing. Uh, if like all of a sudden something happened, you know, at those those steps were going. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna borrow this quick, tap tap tap, gapped it well. But again, there was no there was no mm-hmm. need to start breaking things to gain access. So yeah, pulled 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 her back out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all for that. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, we had, we should talk about quickly, uh, our training that we had some outside training. Well, sorry, well, we should talk about our other call that you and I attended. Solo. Well, we can. <laughs> Solo run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we had mobile command going up and down the valley on Saturday. <laughs> Looking for pickup trucks and, Looking for trucks saving, and lives. saving lives. Saving lives, baby. <laughs> oh, that was weird. So it was the morning after this call. And like we're kind of dragging ass a little I mean, bit. Yeah, we hadn't slept. Yeah, we didn't go to bed. Oh yeah, because because we have this course we're about to talk about mm-hmm. that pop that was on as well. Yeah, so it's not like we even went back home and had like a cat nap. We went back home, had a shower, and then came down and met them and got the day ready for this auto X course, which we'll talk talk about. Um, and then we're like, all right, we're gonna go to Kelowna, truck shopping, truck shopping, <laughs> <laughs> which again we actually didn't even get out of town. Oh yeah, we were about to leave. <laughs> Pager goes off again. The alarm call, and we're like, ah. everybody's tied up in this AutoX call. Mm-hmm. So I'm ah. doing one of these like back and forth. Like I just put my gear in the wash, oh, so yeah. I'm like, uh, look at my phone quick. I'm like, who isn't here? Who isn't here? Who isn't here? Deputy Chief isn't here. Perfect. Speedy's gear. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Walking away, I'm like, uh, I should probably grab my helmet still. <laughs> <laughs> Threw the white lid on. Yeah, I was his driver, but still, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so uh, that turned out to be nothing. So anyways, yeah. we ended up leaving town. That was a bit of a dug call. So we're driving northbound. And uh, like even I'm like tired, zoning out, just try, driving along. I'm, back like, in, I'm in the back seat. You're like sleeping. doing the nod. <laughs> and I look over, I'm like, it's a lot of dust. That's weird. 
I start to slow down. I'm like, oh, I wonder if something happened. Should should we stop? And then out of the corner of my eye, I see this guy like cartwheeling, cartwheeling, starfishing down the highway. And I'm like, oh, we're stopping. <laughs> so we jam on our brakes. And I wake up. I'm like, I wake up. They're like, oh, oh. I'm like, whoa. And I look at the front window. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. It was all happening. There's a dude <laughs> skidding across the highway. <laughs> So we're laughing because he didn't die. Yeah, he is definitely still <laughs> alive. It was just such a weird chain, chain of events. Like, every, I mean, the girls were fine because they slept fine. <laughs> but yeah, we were like hours. Oh, the wives. Yeah, yeah the wives yeah, were fine. But yeah, we're like, I was just on autopilot. Da, 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 da. And then I'm like, oh, that's a lot of dust. What's happening over there? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that is happening currently. So yeah, stop. I'm like, I don't know, figure out how to put hazards on. I wasn't driving. Like, it's not mine. No, usual, the yeah. wife's cheap. Yeah. Um, well, also, a little out of the element, eh, when you first arrive. Oh, right like, there. you know, shorts and t-shirt. No yeah, gear. Yeah, exactly. Like, we had yeah. no gear, no PPE. Um, but, like, like... Heavy traffic, so we, mm-hmm. like, hurdle the, uh, the media. The <laughs> yeah. Um, get the... Get your wife to pull the yeah. off the road. And then we're like there, like oh shit, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're we're here. The guys are like and like, but amazingly enough, he's conscious, breathing. Yeah, we did, we did the you know real quick assessment. Body parts mm-hmm. were intact. Yeah, body yeah. parts yeah, intact. Everything was where it was road supposed rash. to be. No major bleeds. Yeah. Like he Probably was like skin scraped, was left the road. scraped up. There was <laughs> yeah, yeah. some definite skin missing and some leakage, but I mean he 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 wasn't. In, no massive like, hemorrhage. Like everything. Yeah, like, all the boxes were checked. We're like. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, hey, man, just like lay in a position of comfort because <laughs> I'm not mm, going to lay yeah. on the freaking asphalt trying to hold your neck still. No. Yeah, so, if like, that know. was a scene, I mean, we yeah. would have acted differently. But yeah. knowing that, hey, especially in these times, yeah, we're yeah. not going to get ourselves down there and see super close and personal. It's still hard, um, though, eh? Did you find it hard not wanting to go the extra step? Go 100%. That extra yeah, yeah, like I kept having to like tell myself, like, yeah. we can get close. Like, we, we yeah. get down there. Well, yeah, and, exactly. yeah like, I'm like, I'm not. You know, I, I was down pretty close talking to him. Mm-hmm. No, I just mean... Yeah. And I oh, mean, like, like carry on, try and do the rest. But just, like, because you're out of your element, because yeah. normally, like, if you see something, you're able to grab something out of a kit or a bag yeah, or, and, you or know, task like, something. Yeah, we'd have, to, we'd have mm-hmm. to do a com- fairly complicated roll, but yeah. then we're like, well, if we roll them... What's the like, point, yeah. What are we going to do? We're going to sit here... Yeah. Now, now we're super... Like now I have to, like, super, like, slowly readjust and yeah. hold C-spine. Like you said, he's positioned to comfort, he's self-splinting, he's airways open, he's talking. Yeah. Don't need to move. Yeah, like he was like that was the safest position for him in that yeah. moment, where w- in a position where we could not do anything. Yeah. Um, so again, like we we get like into the mode of now this is a, a scene and blah blah blah. So like as this is all happening, um, a uh, Ert, we're thinking, uh, yeah, like a, 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 a yeah, police officer, yeah, yeah. Cop shows up. And so Scott goes to talk, talk to him quick. Um, and I'm just kind of going over with the guy, like, like just getting the, where, where are we coming from? Um, how old are you? So that like the, the classic name, age, where are we going? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of keep him talking. And he kept trying to get up. And when, when I first hopped over the Meridian, he was trying to get up and wasn't like not able to. So like yeah. he was in no shape to get himself up off the ground. I don't know if anything was broken, but he was just dazed and he was not getting up. So, and he kept trying to, and then his buddy shows up and he keeps trying to lift his head. I'm like, hey man, do you like being able to 
move your head or whatever? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, if you want to keep doing that for the rest of your life, I'd suggest that you stop doing it now. Like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay. And then he tries to do it. And I'm like, man, I'm going to start getting really annoying if you keep moving. So he's like, oh, no, man, you're doing awesome. Like, I know, I know you're just doing your job. And I'm like, oh, uh, sure. <laughs> you're so welcome funny. for my service. You're welcome for my service. You realize who you're lucky that we're even here. <laughs> so that this, uh, this other lady keeps wanting to put a blanket on your head. Yeah, she, this uh, lady kept trying to come up. Like, very persistent. Like, we need to put a blanket under his head. I'm like, we need to not let him move at all. Like, he's fine. Yeah, we should have Pour some water on his head. We should have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Quick, get, give me a cup of water. Should tell the lady, go find some water and I'm boil it. <laughs> but, like, his buddy kept freaking around and kept trying to get him to do oh, yeah, things. So, he and class. so yeah. I was just like, hey, man, like, his bike was like, Half a K down, <laughs> upside down, like the tunes cranking. Yeah. Was it like, cranking? Oh, yeah, no. Oh. It was, yeah, it was rocking. So I'm like, can you go secure his bike? Just make sure it's off. Um, like, we just don't want to have now a fire start from his bike. So the guy, like, wheeled off and went and yeah. did. Just gave him a task. Like, it was exactly. like a menial task because probably none of that needed to happen. No, I, I could get, <laughs> no, but get, yeah. but get him out of there. Just yeah. right, get yeah. rid of him. They're yeah. Annoying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. No, I, I do that all the time because when I mean, somebody's that annoying in your space, mm-hmm. without it, it's a polite way of telling them to fuck off without yeah. telling them to fuck yeah, off. Yeah, 100%. Because he kept like kneeling down, getting right, right in Buddy's face, and he yeah. kept trying to like roll and look up at him. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, like Buddy's good here. Just, yeah. you know, mosey down and deal deal with this quick. Go mm-hmm. and make sure it's off and well, secure. And actually, that lady with his blanket, mm-hmm. like, I think this is her This is her thing. This is like, this is her one. Like, you know, like, there's a, I was listening to a podcast about, you know, most people have three like major incidents in their life that they'll witness. Whereas like fire and like ambulance and like yeah. emergency responders—that's what we deal with all the time. They have like but three in the next day. Yeah, but like the average person, three in their life, three to eight yeah. or something like that. Not many. Yeah. So this was like one of her one. Like she was like, okay, she's she blankets on. and the, oh yeah, she was switched on. So she, so she was running traffic. She was, <laughs> and we yeah, weren't watching because I wasn't watching her. But I heard she's running traffic, and the wives are like, "Man, she was like you." Over there, you move, fire truck, park here. <laughs> it was great. I guess uh, okay, that's her thing. <laughs> yeah. So just talking about this without, you know, having your PPE kind of out of your element, and and people wanting to run in and, and do something, mm-hmm. like you said, the blanket, very yeah. prime example, like insisting to put a fucking blanket on their head. Yeah. Reminded me. Do you guys remember that story? It just happened this week. I, it was somewhere near us, up the up the valley somewhere. There's a rollover MVA. Guy was in the vehicle still. A bystander ran down the hill to go help. And in their pure panic of being a superhero bystander, went to go and sell, try and extricate this person in the car on their own. And the car shifted and pinned him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, no. yeah. So the first thing I thought was like, yep, every fucking MVA I go to, <laughs> unless they are unresponsive and can't get out, there's somebody trying to drag them out as we pull up. Right. Stop trying to drag these people out unless you're doing a critical intervention. Yeah, leave mm-hmm. me. Unless the car is on fire and you're literally saving their life. There's a time and place to pull these people out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this guy, same thing, ran down the bank. The vehicle shifted on the rocks and pinned him. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. But so now there's, there's two transported to the hospital. Um, severe but stable injuries. Huh. Right. Yeah. yeah that just that, really, yeah. It just popped in my head about this whole, you know, insisting on giving a blank and coming to help. Yeah. For, no real meaning. I thought maybe she was just got through her FR course. <laughs> She's like 50% of your marks are, do they have oxygen? 
Yeah, they were playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I thought you were going to throw it on him. Like, yeah, I was like, and, man, and it's, it's like heat wave right now. It's rocking. Yeah. 30 degrees. Outside. He's wearing, like, not leathers, but he was wearing armor, like, yeah, like he was bike armor. Bike and, armor. And, it was, like, that <laughs> super thick jeans that are, like, have armor yeah. you know, underneath them. Because I'm like, <laughs> like, he does not even. I'm like, this guy have, like. <laughs> and the pavement is, like, hot. <laughs> There's the no heat transfer. biggest legs I've ever seen. Oh, no, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I started thinking, like, because actually one thing the officer asked, he's like, is he is he bleeding heavy? And I'm like, no. And then I started thinking, eh, actually, we always talk about stop the bleed. And I, 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 like I said, armor. I didn't even, like, I had my knife on me, but I'm like, I'm not going to, like, like <laughs> cut in his clothes. He also has some puncture wounds. Yeah, I don't, yeah, know I don't have shears from. or anything. So I'm like, yeah. started looking at his, like, now I'm like, like, just visually looking, like, yeah. looking for wet spots. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, man, these are thick clothes, and they're going to soak up a lot of blood before before it starts looking like blood. So I'm, like, looking for wet spots on him. I'm like, eh, I don't really see yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of lifting up as much as we can, but because the armor was on. It was yeah, we did, to... like, yeah. a basic rapid body survey without getting too yeah. personal yeah. in our shorts yeah. and t-shirts. Well, on those high-mechanism kind of blunt traumas, unless there's not obvious yeah. um, open hemorrhage and, and mm-hmm. injuries, then the next worry is that internal, right? Like those yes. unstable pelvic fractures. Those, yeah. That's just a bottomless pit where the blood goes, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of other issues. That's why you need to, like you said, you stay with them, keep them talking. Yep. Position of comfort. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, that was our, that was our, that was our Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, so while we were doing that, what was happening here? Yeah. Auto so of course, auto X course fitting is mm-hmm. auto X. Um, yeah, so we got, um, we've always had a uh, certain training um, company that teaches us um, and they've lost a few of their staff lately so we were like eh, you know this is there's these guys that we were going to get for a seminar to come down um, I didn't know anything about them um, one of our members said hey I know this this guy who knows these guys <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> sounds legit I'm like okay <laughs> so I did some research I'm like well they're a legit company they got you know I don't know anything about them I don't know what their teaching style is like um, let's give them a try because we have to, we have to, you know, we haven't done AutoX in a while, like an unofficial course. We do AutoX all the time, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's nice to bring in um, outside instructors. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter how proficient you are with a skill; uh, it's great to have an outside yeah. uh, source Absolutely. come in. And I find with AutoX, it's um, like when we teach it on like our, our usual practice night, it's either not we don't have enough time to do a really thorough thing, mm-hmm. or we only have like one vehicle there. And, like, basically two or three guys are doing all the work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, eh, okay. A bunch of guys are kind of standing around giving their opinions or whatever. So it's like, it's not, like, I find practice night is not the best night for AutoX. Yeah, I agree. Um, unless you're doing a very specific, like, skill. Mm-hmm. Or we're doing a scenario. Yeah. Um, might change our mind now, actually, after watching these guys. But, um, so these guys come in and are like, okay, don't know anything about them. Um, roll up. So I meet him down in the hall here, and I come out. I'm like, oh, you know, well put together. Like, like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, like, super professional. Go over, check out our training ground, because I want to show them, like, what we got. And they're like, oh. And they're actually pretty surprised for a smaller department the size of our training ground. Because we have Absolutely. a pretty massive training ground. Like when you, Massive training ground. Like, yeah. Like, we have a lot of acres and a lot of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, I, and a lot of times I have to explain to people, like, well, that's this thing, and that does this. And they're like, oh. Like, it's like, like, weird shit we have <laughs> but it all makes sense when you start putting it piecing it together and understand what it's for mm-hmm. so then they're like that's a lot of cars because we had we had shipped we had brought in like 
18 cars. Mm-hmm. So their their person that I scheduled this through, they wanted 13 cars. Yeah. So we bring in 18. <laughs> so these so these two guys are like, you have a lot of cars here. And I'm like, well, you asked for like 13. We gave you like 18. They're like, yeah, usually we ask for 13. People give us four. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's like, this is, this is like crazy. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, we got a, we got our high app, which is our crane truck. We have that. You guys like, you have a crane truck? Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, and also one of the guys on the course, he owns a sea can company. And so he's literally like right over there and he has a giant forklift that can pick up cars and move them wherever you want. He's like, awesome. <laughs> so that was a a good start because then they, they kind of know like okay we're not just we're not just doing the back parking lot of our yeah. <laughs> our own we have like That's one right. car sitting there it's like yeah no we can do stuff so, so these guys were from um, up north of Kamloops which is uh, probably what the third biggest city in BC I guess yeah yeah so they're both very active members in their um, rescue yes um, so they'd be on for many years and um currently active so i like having active people teach because yeah. a lot of times we get these guys who it's either their retirement gig or you know they they did it a long time ago never officially retired just quit or left or started teaching mm-hmm. and now they're not they haven't been in the field for so long so they're potentially teaching older style tactics these guys are literally teaching stuff they did like last week on an actual call and so i think that's a very good point um and they really hit on that. They were like, we're not throwing you guys any curveballs. Like, none of the things that we are going to be teaching you are something from a book that they want you to know, but has no real life application or yeah. whatever. Like, these are all modeled after these things that you read in the book. But we run these. Like, every scenario is one that we've ran. Like, mm-hmm. live fire calls. Yeah. So, there's a, lot, there's a lot of practical value to that versus this other company that we've used in the past yeah. I feel is very much a like very knowledgeable skill set that came from a piece of paper yeah there, there's no practicality to it mm-hmm. yeah and it's important too like you said like it the techniques you learn and you train are great but unless you've actually used them in real world applications where you've failed and had to come up with plan mm-hmm. B's you know as, when something doesn't work right that's the true learning like that's that's and then to to take that and to pass it on and tweak it and make it better the next time that's Mm -hmm. what's important on on these learning environments yeah and like like opening night you know powerpoint so Mm -hmm. you know i'm like oh it's gonna be death by powerpoint probably so we actually kind of hung out and then we left and let the guys deal with it Mm -hmm. well like i guess our guys wanted the powerpoint like like i've never heard anybody ask for the powerpoint like yeah we'd like to get their powerpoint like what So it was, I guess it was a good PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it had some good videos and there was lots of learning moments. So it was like, oh yeah, that's cool. So next morning, yeah, the guys were, um, so the guys that were doing it were kind of our junior guys. Well, definitely all of our, like, like 90% of them were five years or less. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. I'd say so. Because we were trying to get them up to speed on what we thought we knew. <laughs> So we're like, yeah. So now I think these guys are over, like, trained higher than we are because they're, because this training. I mean, we obviously new have more experience, sets, but yeah. yeah, they have mm-hmm. these great new skill sets. So it's like, um, so I didn't watch them train at all on Saturday because we were truck shopping and saving lives. Saving lives. Saving lives on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sunday, today, it rolls around and, you know, now I'm free. So I'm like, go down and I'm like, it's a training ground. Um, and they, the, the kickoff to the morning was they just had three cars set up. So one, uh, one on wheels, 
one on its roof and one outside. And they were just going to go through, like, kind of like mini sims. Yeah. And uh, so they designated an IC and designated a cribbing guy. And, you know, just did all the regular, yeah, okay, cool. And then they went. And, you know, and I know the skill set of their guys. And what they had done, they'd actually taken, because it was 10 guys, 10 of our guys. So they split the crew. So they took, actually, the experienced guys. And they were on one team. And then the, the least experienced guys were on one team. And I, and I was actually going to ask them, like, do they know that that's what they did? And I talked to the instructor. He's like, yeah, you know, he goes, we asked our experience level. So we, we wanted, like, the inexperienced team and the experienced team. Because I think what they find is if you have, if you mix them, the experienced guy will always be like, over. I'll yeah. just take over here. And yeah. just kind of take grab tools and start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was actually really smart. So they, and then they they kind of divided the card down the middle. So they were like, okay, so inexperienced crew, you're running the, the set of the car. Experienced crew, you're running that set of the car. Treating it all as one scene. So the IC oversaw the whole thing. But the crews are working two sides of the car. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And from knowing what the guys know and watching how fast they took that car apart, and like, I was like, holy crap! Like, awesome. whatever they got taught yesterday, like yesterday, I'm like, like these guys yeah. are good. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, instruction is really good. Yeah, yeah. The retention on what they were, what they were giving the guys, was super super high. Um, everybody bought into the course. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't one of those ones like there's we've been on courses like for here and in other things for our lives where like you're you're there because you have to get through it yeah this was not it like this was something everybody wanted to be there ahead of time mm-hmm. and then the way that these two were teaching the course um the buy-in the retention and just that that skill set like watching them work this morning was i mean it was amazing mm-hmm. that was a super super wicked moment and now in in the back side of this they're going to come back and a couple of them will end up teaching the okay. rest of us yeah. we we will again have these guys back in to do like kind of a round yeah, of two course, yeah. um but in the interim yeah they they are going to take a, co- a couple cars and break it down and walk walk everybody else through it. Yeah, so they're taking a couple yeah. of our senior guys and they're teaching. And and I kind of told this. I didn't tell which guys, but I told those guys before. And I'm like, because mm-hmm. I always view like these courses as like, okay, now it's force multiplier time. Yep. So whoever took the course, um, we're gonna right teach back. everybody else. We're yeah. gonna teach everybody else. So. And that that empowers these other individuals that yeah. are newer in the department that have taken this course and they got that skill set. It's fresh, mm-hmm. and what better way to retain it than to teach it? Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That's that's one of the big things. What makes you better is by teaching that skill, yeah. not just you know, doing it. So yeah, uh, and that's key. And and that empowers them. It makes them feel more part of the team. Yeah. You know, it's more involved. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good all around. And then back to those the sims, right? It's it's that high fidelity sim. It's that scenario based training that prepares yeah. you for it. So I'm sure somewhere down the line you'll see a little more of a like we had our MCI event. Which was awesome, but the the AutoX versions of that was they they were pretty pretty, pretty casual. Yeah, pretty easy. Like we, yeah, we, you know, a couple it was of door patient pops. heavy, but yeah, door pops and, low, right? Yeah. Couple of door pops. We did take a roof off, um, yeah. but maybe we'll be seeing some some AutoX mm-hmm. uh, scenarios yeah, coming absolutely. up yeah. with higher patient care because of the FR program, and we want to make mm-hmm. sure that we're staying uh, you know current on, on that. And then as well, some put some of these skill sets to use. I probably should mention that it's provincial fire and safety. 
Yeah. 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 Well worth it. Yeah. And you guys had a, a bit of a team building a team building practice. We did, yeah. It was, it was a ton of fun. Um, so our practice, what we did was, um, actually, just because we've been so busy, um, we kind of wanted something to kick back and relax and have some fun with. Mm-hmm. So we did some dodgeball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a fire, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we geared up uh, full, uh, full turnouts and SCBAs. Uh, into the gym and played some dodgeball. Um, then, of course, it turns competitive Never. instantly. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing you know, we were, uh, we had, because we started out with our uh, SCBAs on and then, you know, one, two, three, go, you run, grab, everyone knows how to play dodgeball. But, uh, you haven't played dodgeball in a while. Is it you catch it and then the guy's out? So if you no. catch it, the guy that yeah. threw it is out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we, we, we switched to that. your gloves on too? Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Everything. Um, so then, uh, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. Some guys had their gloves on, then I think they quickly realized that some of the balls were kind of shit, so they took the gloves off mm-hmm. and we could throw better. Um, but then we, we started out with air packs. We threw them down on the ground, mm-hmm. go, had to don it really fast, as fast as you can, Perfect. air on, reg in. And then you're allowed to go rub the Then ball. you're allowed to run. So it was a total race, yeah. right? And yeah. then, of course, one guy gets out there and starts squirreling all the balls back to his team. <laughs> <laughs> so very competitive, very fun. And then we turned it into, if you got tagged, you had to drop on the spot. Mm. Um, and then the only way to get out of that is you had to do a writ rescue. Oh, nice. you, yeah, had to, nice. you had to grab mm. and carry the guy back to the back wall, and then they're back in. So you had right. to save them. And if you got tagged by a ball, you're both out. <laughs> so right. that was a lot of fun. There's a lot of people getting drugged back and forth and... And Sweet. just practice on air management and everything because we were mm-hmm. sucking wind like crazy. We all drain like I drained my bottle yeah. right to my mask was sucking to my face. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we talked about you guys yeah. actually with our uh, rookie draining. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're like you know because you guys are still running. Management. Lower sixteens. Yeah, you're still running lower. We were not anymore. We got. Oh, you're not yeah. anymore. Okay. Oh, no, we're, we got all G1s. Oh, yeah. right, right. Yeah, because yeah. we yeah, were saying how. Because um, I remember being on fire with you guys. Yeah. At the time, you were still running twenty two sixteens. We were, yeah, yeah. And we were old MSAs. Yeah, and we were watching the, one of the one of the guys working, and he's in there. I was like, and then you know, five minutes goes by. It's like ding, like he's not in he's not inside the structure. He's working on the outside, but it's still his bells ringing, and I'm like. Is that guy gonna stop? And they're like, "Well, that's how you do it here when you only have so much air." It's like you guys and your thirty-minute cylinders. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're all running the G ones nice. now, forty runners. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good, really good team building again. Just good to see some of the uh, the newer guys kind of get out of their comfort zone and and whatnot and chat with everyone. Yeah, right on, man. That's uh, it's always nice to have those, right? Yeah, super uh, important. Yeah. Well, man, we, we've been going for a while here. Is there anything else you guys got before we move on? No. Modus, I want to say the, uh, I was all excited. I was like, awesome, man. Another, another structure fire one night after our last one. But because I swapped my gear, I didn't have any of my motor shit again. Uh, <laughs> so I could have used my snagger. Could have used the mini spanners. Mm-hmm. Wrong gear. I used again. my snagger again. What was I using it for? Oh, a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching the guys struggle with the two and a half. I was like, you should have had a stagger. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was loving the shrub life. It was great. Nice. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And then even 
gave, give the old devil attack there with the sea uh, rat. But yeah, nice. it was the uh, modus shrub that got us in there. So awesome. Yeah, modus, check them out online. Um, they're uh, uh, snagger tools, uh, mini spanners, hydro wrenches, uh, gear bags, um, like IFAC bags. We're going to try to convince them to make a radio scrap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's going to be the next, next thing. So. Yeah. And maybe, uh, I'm, I'm liking that pouch thing that these guys are rocking in there. Otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what they were doing was adding a, um, like, basically the, I think it was the opposite. Because I, I obviously missed mm-hmm. their whole, like, the first day. So, yeah. um, but every time I was watching them, like, one of the one of the crew members would grab a belt. He put this belt on it. They were calling it the belt of destiny or something. Mm-hmm. So they would uh, add this belt. And it had basically, like, kind of an electrician's pouch attached to it. With right. all the tools, which is kind of cool, like all the little tools. It was mm. cool because then guys were like, you know, if the guys needed wire cutters, they didn't have to like, dig into their pockets. They'd yeah. be like, wire cutters! And the guy would be like, like it's almost like, nurse, scalpel! Like, so then, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if it's yeah. captain, I don't know how who they designated as that guy. There was just one guy always had this tool belt on him, and they'd hand it to the guys. And then as soon as they're done with it, they're like, give me that back. And they put it back in their pocket. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it was a guy that was mobile, so I think it was a... Oh, I think it was the guy. I think it was the lead. I think it was a team lead, mm-hmm. or maybe mm-hmm. the guy running the cribbing. Because the cribbing guy is mobile and he's always kind of he's not tied in. Because he, he might be right. Him. I might think be so guy. because it was for the first scenario. It was JP. Yeah, so I think uh, it was a cribbing guy. Might have been the cribbing guy because yeah, yeah he's he's definitely because he's mobile. He's checking cribbing always, and he's not tied into the tool. So mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. a neat concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something to explore further. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll uh, throw throw it out to them. So yeah, Modus needs to make both of them. We got some ideas. For us. Yeah, let's chat. This is going to be quite a partnership <laughs> that we're uh, making here. And the radio strap, I'm telling you, that that'd be the. I uh, yeah, I think. But they'd be they make a nice radio strap. They they I would guaranteed. put some pretty nice gear together. There, yeah, so. and we were talking about placement of mics and stuff mm-hmm. earlier before we started yeah. recording, and that yeah. was my issue. I was not. I, I haven't been happy with the placement of my mic on my jacket mm-hmm. lately with the pack and everything. So. Yeah. I would like to see some different options. I know there's some out there, but us as a department will have to decide as a whole what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the idea of having it under the jacket, coming out, and then kind of center, right? Center mm-hmm. my chest. For it's, sure. it's handy. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking for it. But I actually don't mind the setup that I have on my gear right now. But uh, when I'm a duty officer or IC, you can... There's meal pouches or whatever mm-hmm. that you can get but yeah having a nice strap would be wicked for something yeah. like that so well and the theory behind it too is is having it you know hanging lower on your hip and then protected by your jacket yeah. is mm-hmm. one the yeah. radio is going to swivel and stay vertical for yeah. transmission yeah. and then um the your cord is is protected because yeah. it's the first thing to yeah. fail through the heat right yeah. absolutely so yeah, Modus, if you like uh, anything that they offer currently or some of these products that we're going to make them make for us, um, <laughs> you can hop, hop online, use uh, discount code DTFF5, so you get 5% off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we got next? Stop the Bleed, still May. Still is May. It is. It is still Stop the Bleed Month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on that accident, I was like, that motorbike accident, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I, I didn't have a tourniquet on me. I was like, idiot. Rare. (laughs) I know it's rare. rare, Yeah. Mm -hmm. You had a knife though. A knife. Yeah. Yeah. So So start start to bleed. (laughs) (laughs) Start to bleed. (laughs) Yeah. StoptheBleed.org. Go online. Check it out. um, See if there's an instructor anywhere near you. Um, And if you want to become an instructor, uh, the information is on there as well. 
Um, yeah, shop the lead, lead month. Carry tourniquet on your per- person out of the wrapper. Um, just be self-aware of how to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of some other cool way to say it, but I guess not. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, direct pressure, uh, wound packing, tourniquet. And the one thing you know we talk about when we teach it, but not really in the shout-outs, is the... Uh, you know, after a tourniquet application of something, is you're not finished. Like you still could totally be packing that wound afterwards and mm-hmm. dressing it and wrapping it. So, but yeah, check it out. On that, let's talk uh, Rescue Essentials because it ties ties into it because they're offering a program for the rest of the month. They are so rescueessentials.com for the rest of the month here. Any of the uh, stop the bleed accessories, uh, training products, tourniquets, things like that. Uh, the discount code is stop the bleed. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, 25% off. Beautiful. But yeah, check them out. They got a lot of cool swag on there and we'll be doing some um, product reviews for them in the future, hopefully. Yeah, we were chatting about that before we went live here tonight as well. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah excited to, to get some, some of that rolling. So yeah. look for that in the uh, future. Tanner Olson. Country music out of Western Canada. Um, yeah, what more is there to say? Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, live music's coming back. Yeah. Um, hopefully, more so soon. I think once, <laughs> man, I think once it's back in, like it's gonna be massive crowds for any concert. Not oh, yeah, yeah. Canada, but like just mm-hmm. it's gonna be concert. hard to get in. Everyone yeah. and a dog is gonna want to go. To oh, it's gonna be tough yeah. to get tickets yeah. to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So hopefully that happens soon. Um, you know, it sounds like in the states are a little bit ahead of us. Actually, they're way ahead of us. I was gonna say a little bit, yeah. Yeah, they're way ahead of us. <laughs> I don't know if I was talking to you guys or if it was earlier in the day. Um, MGM uh, resorts are now, uh, as of today, a hundred percent capacity. No masks on the uh, well, on no, the really. uh, casino floor. Yeah, so, so it's over. It's over. It's over down there. <laughs> over. Up here, it's still like lock it down. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. The vaccines are slower here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to blame it on anyone. Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to, it was definitely true. Right? Yeah. It was AR-15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> We're starting a new podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, we, we have a discount code for country music. Um, <laughs> and then there's us. Yeah. So you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and all of your streaming platforms for this podcast. Um, we always say, if you can, give us a like, share, subscribe, and a rating. Uh, it gets us uh, easier to find for uh, yeah. for other people that are like-minded, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's much appreciated. Any uh, more? For any more? For any more. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I'm good. No, perfect. I'm good. Thank you for listening and good night. Oh, good night. Good night. All right. As always, stay safe. Stay good to you.